Nadine. Hello. Sorry about that, gentlemen. Yeah, it's all right. No, we got to get back. No, well, I, I, think, I think what happens is if you close down the app, it actually turns off. Usually yeah. Other podcasts. Yeah, yeah. No, okay, for sure. So I'll make sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell sure you that. I, I had to reset yeah. it now. So Dan should join us momentarily, man. Oh, here, there he is. Dan, sorry about that. Uh, we had to just make sure the app doesn't close on you because the app closes. It shuts the whole thing down. Hello? Hello. I don't know, you guys both sound Aussie, man. I don't know. Dan, are you on? Yeah, I'm on, yeah. Okay, Nadim, you're good? I'm good, brother. Let's do okay, this. Okay, good. So, uh, like I said, man, uh, guys, we got a special, special uh, Australian edition. Uh, I know there's still boxing going on. You know, Dylan White just got knocked the fuck out. Uh, we still got uh, um, the great from New York. Um, we got um, Joe Smith Jr. returning against Alvarez. And then uh, Sean Porter makes a return as well. But... Uh, Special guest uh, from down under, uh, Mr. Dan himself, um, a voter actually from the International Boxing Hall of Fame. Dan, thank you again for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Um, and then we got the uh, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, the resurrection of Nadim, man. Thank you again, man, for uh, joining this call, brother. Absolute pleasure, Marcus, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm looking Absol- forward to this one. Absolutely, man. Like I said, let's just jump right to it. Uh, you know, it's, it's a great, it's we're in two different time zones, man. It's like, what, nine in the morning for both of you guys? Yeah, just about, man. Four minutes past. Uh, four minutes uh, to nine o'clock. So how was, uh, Dan, talk to me. How was eating your, uh, I know you're a little uh, hungover. I don't know if I should be saying that too loud. But uh, how was uh, your uh, your morning breakfast and then a knockout? How did that How did that make your morning? Yeah, man. It's it good to wake up, have coffee, and um, watch Dillian White get knocked out. Yeah. <laughs> what was it, your uh, prediction? Was it, did you think Dillian White was going to win? I, I, you saw me, man. I said... If Dylan White, if Dylan White loses, I eat an egg. We'll get to that too. But uh, did you, what was your prediction for this fight? No, I thought White was going to win on points. Personally, um, I, I didn't think Povetkin had the power to stop him. But um, but yeah, he, he proved me wrong. Absolutely, um, Nadine, man. I, I know you're still excited. You know you had to take a little time off before you got on. How did uh, how did this uh, knockout feel for you, brother? Yeah, look, man. Uh, Guns ahead. I would have had my brains absolutely splattered all over the place because I would have probably leaned towards Dillian White. But I did say I gave uh, Pavetkin a forty percent chance, and the only reason why I bet on him is because the bookies were pretty much giving him fifteen to twenty percent, which I thought was ridiculous. And um, yeah, look, not the way not the way I expected Pavetkin to pull it out if he was to win the fight. Um, because Dillian White looked phenomenal, like especially after the second round. I mean, apart from the first round, uh, you know, Pavekin was landing some beautiful body shots, but beyond that, you know, Dillian White was dictating the range and he was using his jab nicely. But hey, that's boxing, man. You know, you get a little bit too cocky, you think you got your opponent, and boom, especially with the experienced seasoned vet like Pavekin, you know, he's never going to give up. And I, the only thing I disagree with uh, Dan about is I definitely thought that he had the punching power to knock out Dillian White. That was the only way I saw him winning. And that's what happened, you know? Gotcha. Dan, man, talk to me. What, uh, what's next with Dylan White now or, or for Pavetkin? What's, what's next? What do you see for both of them? Uh, I mean, both guys are like bridesmaids of the, you know, the heavyweight division. They're guys that are uh, fringe contenders, I guess. And, um, uh, you know, aside from the big three, they're, they're kind of on the outer. So um, I think they'll both get themselves decent fights again. Um, but I don't see either guy winning a title. Gotcha. No, um, I know um, when uh, Dylan, when uh, when Deontay Wilder lost, I know the Ring Magazine got a lot of heat. They uh, they they uh, they moved up Dylan White to like third on their rankings. You know they had uh, they had uh, Tyson Fury, they had AJ, and then they had Dylan White. 
now that that's over with, you get knocked out by Pavetkin, you know, old guy in, in the sport. Uh, what what do you think? Does uh, Pavetkin take the spot? What do you think happens with that? What who, you know what I'm saying? Does Deontay Wilder get his spot back? Yeah, I, I think I think um, White never deserved that spot anyway. I mean, who was he beating really? Um, you know, obviously Wilder lost, and and um, but I, I still think Wilder should have that spot. Got you, Nadim. Oh, is that, is that Nadim or Daki? Man, your guys' actions are so similar, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it's not really, man. I'm actually, I don't think he's got Middle Eastern blood in him to have this <laughs> sort of accent. But, yeah, um, I know probably to the outside, look, you know, it probably sounds that way anyway. But, um, look, um, I personally don't have too much of an issue with Dillian White. I think um, a lot of fighters done less than what he'd done to get at least the world title shot for one strap. Um, it's just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel any sort of sympathy for him. I really don't. There was just a lot of situations where he could have got himself a better fight, um, in particular with uh, Anthony Joshua. You know, he turned that down where, you know, Andy Ruiz um, obviously took advantage of that situation and, you know, took his career to another level, you know, by taking that fight. Dillian White was right there, you know, for the pickings, you know. And also, I do believe that, you know, Deontay Wilder would have def- definitely fought him, you know. I don't. I just don't think he really liked Eddie Hearn, so he kind of did make different sort of demands, especially for him, because he was with Eddie Hearn. But apart from that, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to fault De- Deontay Wilder because I can't really care too much about these sanctioning bodies in 2020 or even 2019 or 2018. They're just getting worse and worse by the year. So for me, yeah, I was happy with Luis Ortiz and, uh, you know, Tyson Fury back-to-back. I can't say you're ducking Dillian White when he fought those four level of opposition within, what was it, a five-fight five stretch, you know, with yes. Dominic Brazil in between there. So, yeah, you know, Tyson Fury would destroy Dillian White. I'm not, I'm not going to say yeah. You know. Nah, nah, I'm with you on that one. I'm with you on that one. I just, I just, I'm just kind of happy now that uh, we kind of get. It's not the end of Dylan White, or it might be. We don't know. You know what I'm saying? But the guys get knocked out like that. We don't know what happens. But uh, it kind of puts the rest because you know that Dylan White drama is going on for like three years. You know what I'm saying? He was going on saying deserve the shot, deserve the shot. I mean, he had some good knockouts. He had some good wins. Uh, but now he got knocked out. You know, now there's no more like like you said, like Dan said, it leaves more of the big three: Tyson Fury, Adrian Wilder. Uh, more of a landscape now they can fight each other with no no BS, you know, with the whole I'm the number one contender, I'm the WBC interim champion, silver champion, whatever. I don't even know what, what the title's called anymore. You know what I'm saying? So many different names for that title. Uh, but I'm just excited now that, like, like Dan said, it leaves a, a fair landscape for the victory. Uh, but damn, man, like like you said, Anadim, like I was watching the fight in the car and, uh, you know, I was excited because, you know, he had two knockdowns, um, Dylan White, and uh, I was like, oh, babe, we got this. You know, I got this. No egg for me. And then she makes like a left, and then that knockout has to, you know happens out of nowhere. And I'm like, God damn, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, now, nah, man, like I said, uh, you know that, that, that's done and over with. You know we got some fights tonight. Uh, we'll talk about towards the end. But the fight, like I said, uh, Jeff Horn fight week. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Dan, how excited are you for Jeff Horn and uh, Tazu, man? Talk to me about that fight. Yeah, look, it's it's huge fight. I think um, it, it's kind of captured a little bit of mainstream attention here as well, which. Um, boxing doesn't do too often um but yeah really excited i think it's you know like a bit of a a passing of the torch if if tim was to win um tim's obviously got a massive surname because of his his dad um whereas you know horn's a a bit more of a mainstream star i guess because of his uh his win over pacquiao yeah uh how about you nadi how's you how how, how excited are you bro yeah as um then suggested it's definitely um a massive fight over here if i have to 
um, probably like give it like a rough bar on what sort of level of excitement it is. It's probably around like to us, it's pretty much like a Canelo versus Mayweather. You know, obviously not wow. the result, obviously okay. not the result, but you know, going into the fight, the excitement, it's 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 pretty up there. You know what I mean? We're talking about a young twenty-five-year-old. Um, kid that should be the next, um, you know, star for us or, you know, at least take over for Jeff Horn. And Jeff Horn, you know, right there, 32, even though he's not 36 like Mayweather, still considered slightly past his prime and maybe, you know, he's in his depth um, against the younger Tim Suzuki. So it's very similar to that um, for our standards, you know what I mean? And um, it's, it's a big fight. I'm just glad that um, internationally it's getting the same sort of recognition or at least some of it and um, a lot of... Um, platforms are picking it up including espn plus so no that's a, that's a big like you said no that's a big I, i'm really excited that espn plus did pick that up uh i feel like jeff horn you know deserves all the recognition that comes with it you know he's a former lineal champion i don't care what nobody says you know what i'm saying he had that title he beat pacquiao uh you know what i'm saying he pulled crawford uh and like you said nadim you know what i'm saying like his win over pacquiao like who can say that in the last 10 years like it's floyd marquez and then jeff horn you mm -hmm. know what i'm saying mm -hmm. um like not even like you know, not even Keith Thurman, you not even one time could have you know couldn't beat couldn't beat Pacquiao, you know what I'm saying? Regardless, two, two uh, years you know, older, two years older. Let's 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 put that in there, you know. Yeah, uh, but no, like I said, uh, how do you think, uh, Dan? How do you think the fight? You know, some breakdown. What? How do you think the fight plays out for guys that are like you know that? I guess you know a lot of like you know I'm excited, you know I'm a boxing fan, but you know a lot of guys that are not familiar with the you know with definitely with Jeff Horn, but with him. How do you see the fight playing out? What do you see the adjustments? What do you see? Like, what what outcome do you see with the fight, Dan? Um, I, I think um, Tim Zhu's uh, last opponent, Jack Brubaker, uh, he he said something recently that he thinks the um, the referee is going to play a big part in the fight, and I kind of agree with him. Um, obviously, Horns are a rough and rugged kind of fighter, you know, a little bit dirty at times. Doesn't doesn't mind using his head, his elbows. Um, whereas Tim Zhu's a, you know, purely a, a boxer. He likes to control the distance and, and work off the jab and, and use his feet. Um, so really a lot of it's going to depend on what the referee allows, I think. Um, I guess Jeff Horn has also been in a couple of wars lately. Um, he's taken a lot of punishment, so it'll be interesting to see how much that's kind of, you know, um, taken out of him, I guess. Uh, whereas Tim Zhu's young, fresh, um, kind of really a bit untested, I suppose. Um, so that's kind of the big question mark. But I think early on, Horn's going to really take it to him. Um, I, my prediction is that um, early on, you'll probably see Horn win a few rounds. Uh, I think Zhu will probably come home stronger at the end of the fight. And I think Zhu might win a, a close points decision. Got you. So you think you think you think it goes you think it goes the, the full twelve rounds? It's a twelve round fight, right? Ten, or ten, ten rounds? Ten, ten yeah. Ten I, round I think fight. You think uh, so? You think it goes yeah. the full ten, uh, Dan? Yeah, man. I think it goes the full ten. Got you. Uh Nadine, man. What's what's your? I know you're a big Jeff Horn guy. Uh, you know that's kind of how we became friends. You know, some background. That's kind of, <laughs> you know, when I got into Twitter, Boston Twitter. Uh, that's kind of how me and Nadine became buds. You know what I'm saying? I had a Jeff. I, had, I I went to the Jeff Horn and Crawford. I'm a big. Jeff, it's just kind of ironic. I don't. I, I'm a big Jeff Horn believer. Like I'm a. I, when 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 Pacquiao and 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 Floyd, you know, the whole rivalry. I was seeing Floyd all the way. So anytime anybody could beat Pacquiao, I was on their side. You know what I'm saying? So when Jeff Horn did the impossible on July 4th weekend, I was like, wow, this is my new hero. Uh, so when Jeff Horn and Crawford, you know, was in Vegas, I was like, there's no way I'm going to miss that fight. And I flew over to Vegas. I mean, I'm from New York. 
flew over. Uh, but yeah, long story short, uh, I had to, I had I know I bought some um some memorabilia and I had the uh, Jeff Horn and uh, Crawford shirt. So that's kind of how Nadine found me, I guess. And you know, I was like, oh shit, you know, he had the uh, Pacquiao Pacquiao uh, Horn shirt, and I was like, bro, we're best friends. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So that's kind of how our friendship developed. Uh, but yeah, I'm a big Jeff Horn guy. I love the Hornet. Yeah. Um, I know you're excited like Nadine. Like I said, I know it's, it's, it's my man, right? Like, Seriously, right? The thing is, uh, the thing is, I just don't understand why there's not more out there like you. Like I don't understand. Like okay, fair enough. He he, he might have fought dirty against Pacquiao. Okay, you might have thought he got robbed. But can you really question anything this guy is doing? Like he's actually going in there and fighting, you know, the best level of opposition. Considering if you think that he's a scrub, he's going in there and he believes in himself, you know. And he puts up a good fight every single time. He leaves it all out in the ring. He's a Absolutely. perfect. He's a perfect gentleman. You know what I mean. He, he works really hard. He's not arrogant. He's pretty humble. You know what I mean. Obviously, you got to believe in yourself before you take a fight. So that's probably why he's talking a little bit of trash about about Tim Tazu. But apart from that, he's always been a you know level-headed. He's you know guy except he's lost against Terence Crawford said he could have done better you know what, what more can you ask from a guy so to me I, I just feel like Jeff Horn should, should be a little bit more loved than what he is um, outside of Australia you know even Australians some of them don't even um, appreciate him too much but um, look I'm just glad I'm just glad Jeff Horn is built different to Tim Bradley because in the last 20 years as me being a boxing fan, I've got to say that I don't think I've ever met any more worse fans than the extreme Manny Pacquiao fans. There is some level-headed ones out there that are, you know, reasonable and they can control the emotions and all that and not, you know, go after family members and whatnot. But Manny Pacquiao fans have literally attacked family members of Tim Bradley in the first fight and the Jeff Horn-Manny Pacquiao fight. At the end of that, they attacked his family too. Thankfully, Jeff Horn could not give two fucks about social media. He could not care too much about hate. Um, he, he's, he's a mellow guy, you know, lives his life in humility and, you know, he lives it quietly with his family and he focuses on that. So thankfully, he's not affected by it the same way Tim Bradley was. And he came out in the Povetkin, um, uh, fight, excuse me, um, to try to prove a point. But yeah, as far as Jeff Horn's concerned, man, he's always going to have my support. And to be honest with you, even if I wasn't Australian, I seriously, sincerely believe that I'll still be supporting him too. Now, how Beautiful. I feel, yeah. Now, how I feel this fight is going to go, man. Like, look, I'm, I'm just not buying it, man. I mean, Dan can try to correct me if I'm wrong here, but you know, because I'm kind of part of uh, Cans Twitter myself, you know. Um, but yeah. I believe it was um, either the rest in peace uh, Dwight Ritchie fight or Joel Camilleri. One of them two fights, Jeff Horn was in attendance, and I do believe that he was doing commentary, and he was calling out Tim Tazu that night, and. The general consensus, including my thoughts on that, was Jeff Horn was bullying this guy and he's not ready and this is a mismatch and he's trying to take care of a situation where he knows, you know, Tim Tim Tazoo has not been ripe yet and he's trying to take advantage of it. Um, And then now we're fast-forwarding it to one year later and then all of a sudden he loses to Michael Zarafa once and all of a sudden he's a massive underdog against this 25 year old that doesn't have half the names on the resume that jeff horn does i I, i'm I'm just not buying it yet i'm sorry so i'm rolling with jeff horn on this one the underdog the significant underdog and i'm pretty confident that he's going to actually get the job done now i just don't see anyone on tim tazoo's record that indicates that he should be such a clear favorite i mean has tim tazoo fought a michael zarafa He's obviously hasn't fought a Terence Crawford. Obviously hasn't fought a Manny Pacquiao. 
Gary Corcoran, I don't think he's even fought him. I don't think he's fought uh, Randall Bailey, even though he was old. Even Ali Faneca, that I believe was old, and Rico Mueller. I don't think he's fought any of these guys to be worthy of such a big price. So, in my personal opinion, I, I've got Jeff Horn in this, and I've actually got him by stoppage. Um, but, you know, anywhere between rounds five and nine, roughly around there. So. Now, I'm with you. No, no, no. That's, like I said, I'm, I'm just a soul to see. I'm excited, like I said. What? I'm kind of just trying to, I'm lost for words. I'm trying to get the words out. It's just, I'm just excited because I said, like, I feel like even though a lot of people feel like it's like a passing of the torch, personally, I don't see it that way. I still feel like Jeff Horn, yeah, he might be, you know, I'm not saying he cashed out. Obviously, he fought Crawford, like you said, he fought Pacquiao. He's made his money. Um, he became a, uh, like a you know, star in Australia. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I don't feel like, it, to me, I feel like Jeff Horn is a live dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? A live, live dog. There's, there's no, he's not, he's been in, he's been in like, of course, every fight of his is like kind of not dirty, but he gets, you know, he, you know, he leads, you know, he's a, he's a messy fighter, um, but he's still 32, is still young, you know what I'm saying? Still not old, it's not old, like, but man, look at Pobeki today, how old is Pobeki, 40, 40, 40, 40, uh, mm -hmm. 40? Mm -hmm. 40, yeah, 40 years old, man, and look what he did today, you know what I'm saying? Experience, I know youth matters, but the experience sometimes, like you mm -hmm. said, uh, it's gonna be like I said. I, I don't. I don't see him passing the torch. I would not be surprised if Jeff Horn wins. That's what I think he's gonna win. Uh, I'm going with the stoppage. I know I like that. I like the I like the excitement. Uh, but I do not see him passing the torch. Uh, Dan, have you have you talked to Jeff Horn or Tim um, in the past or lately or you know? Yeah, yeah. Look, I've, I've spoken to both guys, and um, I, I do agree with Nadim about um, about the whole bookies thing, man. That's that. The odds are crazy. Um, you know, I'm picking Zoo to win the fight, but I think, you know, Horns should be the favourite. He's he's the one who's um, you know, fought the opposition, he's the one who's who's won a title, he's the one who's who's got the experience. So uh it's crazy that um yeah, that the money that um Horn's paying to win. Um but yeah, I've spoken to both guys in the past. Um and Horns um, What's your What's your take on, like, Jeff Horn? Is he really, like, you know, Nadine says, is he a proper gentleman? Is he really, like, you know, is he humble about his life? Did, oh, did, did the, did, uh, my question is, did you speak to him before and after or before the Pacquiao fight, after the Pacquiao fight? Do you remember the last time you spoke to Jeff? Uh, last time I spoke to him would have been before the the last Zarafa fight, I think. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's a complete gentleman, and, and, and I don't understand all the hate that he gets, man. Um. You know, like he's he's proven himself, as Nadim said. He, he he gets in with anyone. He's happy to fight whoever. Uh, he's humble, um, and yeah, he's 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 just a real genuine guy. So I don't I don't understand the hate that he gets. Um, Do you um? Has he like you know? Is he still the same old Jeff Horn like before the whole I guess uh, spotlight? Is he still the same guy? Yeah, I think you? he is. I think he is. I I don't think the the money or the the fame has changed him at all. He's he's a family man. He's just a He's like a regular guy. If you walk past him in the street, you know, apart from all the scar tissue on his face, you'd have no <laughs> idea that he's a fighter. Um, yeah, it's it's um, he's just a regular guy, man, and and I don't think any of the the spotlight or the money has really changed him at all. Got you. And when it comes to Tim, uh, do you think uh, like does he want to? Obviously, he comes from a you know from a boxing family. Uh, you know, two guys that, that I think of is Eubank and uh, Chavez Chavez Jr. Do you feel like Tim's on the same level? Do you think he's cocky, ignorant? Like, okay, cool. I got, I'm, I'm a, I'm a son of a legend or a good fighter. Uh, do you feel like he's uh, 
like cocky in a way, or he's like just one of his own legacy. What's your t- what's your take on Sam when you spoke to him? Um, he's he's a hard guy to get a read on. Um, I mean, obviously we've we've seen that um, you know the the sons of legends don't always stack up to their you know their their fathers. Um, and, and I guess Tim's got a a long way to go before he can even be mentioned in the same breath as Costa. Um, but he's he's hard to get a read on. He, he's very quiet. He doesn't say a lot. Um, he's not really one to trash talk. Um, but again, I think like Horn as well, he's got a lot of self-belief. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he's still unproven. He's still untested. This is his big test. Gotcha. Um, I'm not too familiar with the card. Uh, is there anybody like, uh, being at this fight in Australia, like obviously, you know, I'll talk about, I'm going to talk about the Maloney brothers in a minute, but is there anybody on this card particularly that you think is like, the next future, uh, Dan, or somebody that to, to, so we can you know, stay in a lookout um, on this card? Um, I'm, I'm not really feeling the undercard too much, to be quite honest with you. Um, okay. Obviously, I think it's 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 all about the main event. Um, but, yeah, obviously the Maloney brothers are two guys that are big names in Australia. Uh, George Cambosis Jr. is another guy that I, I, I rate quite highly too. Okay. Um. Nadim, I know you weren't on Twitter, man. Um, how does like you know just to switch, switch gears a little bit? Um, I feel like in Australia is getting a lot, a lot of attention, which is great, man. Like I love it. You know, like I said, you guys are, are like you know you and Dan are one of the nicest guys on Twitter, man. You know, you know Twitter is like a fucking war zone, and everybody's a dickhead, and everybody wants to challenge everybody. Uh, but you know, every time I you know I reach out to you, Dan or Nadim, you always you know hey mate or you know always so lovely. You know what I'm saying? You know, and I'm I love that about you guys. Uh, but Nadim, like, how does it feel now that like you know? Both Maloney brothers, you know, main event in, on ESPN. And now, uh, like, Jeff Horan's about to end the summer uh, main event with, with Tim, of course. Um, how do you feel, like, against, like, the Australian, like, invasion, necessarily? Like, is that exciting to you? Man, I, let, me, let me first, just just in case anyone's listening to you from Twitter, you, you got to be more like me, Dan, and Marcus, you know, with your own flavor. You don't need to just constantly argue and just constantly just try to thrash each other for a simple boxing opinion. Um, we all get shit wrong, you know what I mean? And it's simple as that, you know? And we just got to keep it simple, man. Just try to keep the peace, man. There's too much going on in 2020 to be literally going life and death on a freaking app over a freaking Absolutely. boxing opinion, man. You know, there's just too much, man. And I, honestly, bro, even even people I don't even like on the app, man, I wish no harm ill on them whatsoever. You know, hopefully they all have a healthy 2020 and get by this uh, horrendous year and, you know, move on to better and bigger things, you know? Um, but, yeah, that's just the way I always look at boxing, man. It's just it's just one man's opinion, nothing else, you know? Um, and we're all trying to get it right. And if we all get more right than wrong, then we should be making money at the bookies. So, obviously, not everyone's um, living in a mansion right now and claiming that. So, <laughs> But, um, yeah, um, as far as Aussie boxing is concerned, man, I'm just I'm absolutely over the moon. Um, I think we've got a lot of young hungry world-class operators coming up very soon. Um, we obviously got the uh, Maloney brothers that I'm, you know, thoroughly looking forward to. I also believe that he's going to have a really, really tough time with him. Um, as long as he doesn't blow him out in the first four rounds, which is obviously possible because Monster is who he, who he proclaims to be, you know, he is a monster. Um, but yeah, you also don't forget we got the George, George Gambosis there and um, a, a guy that's in the... Um, Cruiserweight division at the moment, man, that I think people need to be paying attention to. And I actually want to leave that one to Dan because he actually knows a lot more about him. Yeah, he's actually, him and Aussie Boxing subscribe. 
put me onto him. So I'd rather him take his turn and try to tell you a little bit more about this gentleman. He knows exactly who I'm talking about. But um, yeah, apart from that, Aussie boxing is absolutely, you know, in, in, in the right place right now, considering that we're in a pandemic. Um, this fight here, it's, it's, it's big, $59.95 on pay-per-view. Um, the, uh, apparently, from what I'm hearing, we got really good, um, uh, a really good crowd already. Um, you know, we still a few more days to get some tickets, so we're we're in a good place. I can, I can't okay, be more uh, content. Nadine, let's cut you off, brother. Wait, so the the event, the the, the horn and Tim fight is having a crowd? Is gonna have uh, audience? As far as I'm 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 aware, yes, hundred percent. The only wow. issue uh, we, uh, the only issue we got over here is New South Wales can't travel to Queensland at this particular moment, and that's um, pretty much cut off any ideas of me um, traveling over there and attending, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. Wow, that's pretty mm. good. Like I said, here in the States, we uh, they haven't allowed fans just yet. So it's not even 50%, 25%. So that's huge. That's pretty good. I mean, I, I love the fact that, like, you know, fans won't miss out, you know, this big main event, you know, with the Horn and Tim. Uh, but just to go back on Dan, what uh, what cruiserweight is uh, Nadine Mesh talking about? Uh, I believe it would be Jai Apatea. Is that right, Boom. Yes, absolutely. Come on, man. He can't be anyone else. <laughs> Tell him about him, man. Tell him about him. Oh, look, man. He's he's a very exciting prospect. Um, you know, it, it's a shame that um, boxing's not not a big sport in Australia. Um, you know, because we've got some some talented guys. Um, absolutely. But uh, yeah, Opta is. Um, I think he's a guy that can win a world title, uh, and I don't say wow. that too often with with Australian fighters. Uh, we've all seen a lot of Aussies go over to to the states and. And, um, you know, with undefeated records and we've seen them, you know, um, cop big losses, I suppose. Um, but, but Opatire is, is, yeah, he's, he's, um, he's, he's a big guy for a cruiserweight. Um, you know, he's, he's long. He uses his jab well. He moves his feet awesome for a big guy. Um, again, he hasn't had a big test as yet, but, um, but some of the names, the domestic names on his resume... Um, yeah, he's he's been really impressive so far in his career. Got you. And he's right now starting his career at cruiserweight. Uh, do you see him then uh, making his way to heavyweight eventually? Uh, look, he could. Um, I'm I'm not exactly. He's he's quite young, so you know he's he's probably going to put on some weight. But um, yeah, look, I mean, cruiserweight to heavyweight's a, a big ask these days. I mean, you got you know heavyweights that are six foot eight, six foot nine. So tough ask, but yeah, I, I definitely see him making some noise at cruiserweight. Gotcha! Wow. Uh, uh, Nadine, did uh, did Dan hit everything on the money? And do you want to add on? Uh... Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I personally, I know he said that um he hasn't fought the best level of opposition, but to me, I think he's on par with young Tim, um as far as level of opposition is concerned. I believe his last fight. Actually, I haven't even really kept up with his next fight that's coming up. But I, I remember the last fight he had was against uh, Mark Flanagan, and to me, yep. that, that 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 goes up there with um just about everyone that Tim has fought. And on top of that, I do believe that he's at least two, three years younger. Is he 22 or 23, somewhere around there? Yeah, I think he's 23, man. He's, he's very young. He's 23. Mm. You know, and Tim Tazoo's 25. So for me personally, that I would keep an eye on him a little bit more. Um, but, you know, obviously, Tim Tazoo can change my, my mind completely here on Wednesday. You know what I mean? With, um, uh, you, know, even a, you know, even a close victory against Jeff Horn. To me, that would prove a lot, you know. Got you, got you. Um, what um, what uh, what do you think? Uh, just to, just to give you know our fans here in the states, man. Uh, 
what's in uh what do you think it's they're gonna be their their meal like what for instance what, what did you guys have this morning i'm just curious like obviously the fight right now was the afternoon for us i was at hooters I don't know if you know, guys, if you know what Hooters is. We, we, we have, have, we have them down here in Australia now, too, man. Not not many, but, dude, yeah. Dude, uh, do they sell, what, kangaroos or, or is there still chicken wings? I've never been, man. No, I'm just, I'm just talking. Dan, 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 you know, Dan, but, uh, Dan, 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 <laughs> Yeah, but uh, is there any, like, special breakfast that you guys do for, uh, you know what I'm saying, for, for these type of fights? Oh. Anybody, Dan, the Dean? For, for, for no, me, I, no, can't, I, I can't answer that because I fast. I fast sixteen hours a day, so I'll let Dan answer that, man. That's probably more. Any his. special, any special breakfast? I mean, like I said, like what, what, what did uh, what did you whip up this morning, uh, Dan, for uh, for the Dylan White uh, convention fight? Uh, man, I, I literally crawled out of bed, turned the laptop on, made a coffee, and watched the fight. That was it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. No, okay, okay. Um, is there uh? What, is there any special Australian beer, man? Because, you know, I'm, I'm a Cairns guy, man. Is any 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 Australian beer that you, you recommend, you know what I'm saying, that I can try to find over here, maybe? Man, I, I like a, a, a Cooper's beer. Cooper's. Okay. How does that – is it, it multi? Is it, is it strong? Yeah, How, yeah, look, they, they do a nice extra pale ale, which is quite multi and quite nice, man. Gotcha. Gotcha. Now, Deem, anything, anything you want to add on that? Man, I'm not much of a drinker myself, man. But when I do drink, usually my first choice would be – um, a Grey Goose vodka, that's usually my thing. Um, if okay. I am going to drink a beer, I don't know exactly what type of beer it is, but if I'm at a pub, to me, a, a beer tastes three times different in a, in a schooner than it is in a bottle. So, you know, even though it's exactly the same brand. But I find, like, in, in, in a schooner, Pure Blonde, which I don't know, Dan, is that a Australian beer, Pure Blonde? Yeah, I think it is, man. Yeah, well, there you go. That's, that, that'll be mine, man. I'll go Pure Blonde on a, on a schooner. That usually goes down the smoothest for me, man. Got you. Uh, switch over to gears, man. Women's boxing, man. How uh, how excited are both of you guys? I know, I know. Um, Nadim, we spoke a little about it. Um, but just I just start with you, Nadim. Like, do you feel like it's kind of funny? We kind of spoke on it, and then like it's kind of going. I guess it's moving up in the right direction. Um, what's your what's your take on this women boxing revolution? Like, you know, every it feels like every week, especially Eddie Hearn. Shout out to Eddie Hearn. Mm. Uh, he had four matchroom weeks. Uh, Kitty Taylor was, I don't know if you've seen the fight, the Kitty Taylor fight was really, really good. Uh, obviously last week, you know what I'm saying? What's your, what's your take on this woman boxing revolution? And now, and there's also one special Aussie that's trying to make some noise. We'll get to her in a minute, but what's your take on this whole woman revolution? Man, just, just, just look, look at my evolution though first, you know what I mean? Before I answer that, I'm, Okay. We did we did have an argument a couple of weeks ago about women's boxing. I wasn't full into it. Now all of a sudden I am. It's not that I'm bipolar. It's not that I'm a bandwagon jumper. It's not that I throw people under the bus or anything like that. When, yeah. when I keep switching my opinions on certain people and certain situations in boxing, if something is doing right, I'm not going to be a hater. I'm not going to be a hater. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to be rejecting rejecting reality and not give props where it's due. If I'm wrong, I, I'll be more than happy to take my L. Ten times out of ten. Um, but yeah, as far as women's boxing is concerned, before what was ha- what's been happening lately, um, really the only one I really admired was Clarissa Shields. Absolutely love okay. her. Like her her skill level is just through the roof. Pretty much the best women's boxer I've ever seen in my life. Um, me personally, I know she's got a lot to prove, but that's just my prediction. I think when it's all said and done and she retires, she will go down easily, non-debatable as the greatest women a woman fighter of all time. Um, wow, but in, in, yeah, but in recent times, man, um, I, I've been enjoying it, man, you know, and especially that uh, Johannes fight. Um, that was yes. that that was, you know, brilliant to watch. 
they've been so close, so competitive, a lot of um, a lot of action in there and, you know, a lot of dispute, you know, which is not a bad thing. You can get upset about a decision, but disputing and having more to talk about as far as a matchup's concerned after the, the, the fight has been come to a conclusion. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing, you know. Disputing decisions, it's a great, great thing as long as we get that fight once again because, it, you know, the, 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 the biggest issue women's boxing has is the participants. You know, they literally only got 40, 50, 60, 70 people in each weight class. So if yes. we have disputed decisions against two top ladies in the top five, they're going to have a rematch. We can, we can afford to do that. You know what I mean? And it's a yes. good thing. So, yeah, the way women's boxing has been shaken up lately, man, I've been actually really admiring it and, and enjoying it thoroughly. I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that you're definitely coming around, Nadim. You know what I'm saying? I just want to touch on the... A lot of people are saying that it needs to be more than 10 rounds. It needs to be three-minute rounds. You might say that originally, but the issue is it doesn't have the support base to go the 12 three-minute rounds. I don't know what the reasoning is exactly behind it. Maybe it's just because of the health. Maybe women can't take punches as much as men. Maybe it's more safer for them. But to me, as far as the entertainment's concerned, I know it sounds frustrating because we're having so much great fights, but I think limiting it to two 10-minute rounds, I don't have I don't really have an issue with it. You know, we had the gotcha. same situation. We had the same situation down here when it comes to basketball. Our MBL league was, you know, was really not followed. So they scrapped it. They pretty much, you know, put it aside. They re-evaluated re things and they made things, you know, they made the game into four 10-minute quarters and then they put it back on. And now all of a sudden it's having some more success and Australian basketball has been thriving a little bit more since they've done that. So, you know, to me, it's it's in the right place and I'm glad. I'm glad. Now, nah, uh, no, I, like I said, uh, Nadim, it, it, it brings me pleasure, man. Like I said, I'm a big advocate for women's boxing. Um, it's just, it's, what I respect about you, Nadim, is that even though we could have a disagreement and we could go, we could go blow to blow, Dan, like Dan, me and Nadim, we're good. I, I consider Nadim a friend now, you know, like me and him, when we go at it, we go at it. Like we go at it like, like brothers, man. Like, yo, F you, F that. I don't want to, I don't want to talk to you. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> uh, but I do respect about Nadim that when he's wrong, he can keep it real. And I do love that he's having a turnaround with this. And it's kind of crazy. Like I said, we had, I swear, like we had this, this argument like a month ago. And, like, now there's women boxing revolution. I call it a revolution because it's, like, even though it's been around for a long time or for a good amount of time, it's, it's like, out of nowhere, it's having a great uh, – it's just, it's just going crazy right now. It's, like, on a – women's boxing is, like, on, on, a hot, on a mountaintop right now. Uh, but it, it, it excites me to hear about that, Nadine. Uh, Dan, any takes on women's boxing, like, yeah, in look, Australia I, or, just, or just in general? Look, I, I agree with, with Nadine. It's, um, it's never really been – uh, a big thing, but um, you look at women's MMA, man. Look at how big that is, and how popular it is, and how many people follow it, um, and and how exciting the fights are. Like I, I think a lot of the women's MMA fights are more exciting than the men's. Um, you know, so there's there's a lot of potential there. I think it's time that promoters start putting some money into the, the you know the women's boxing, basically, um, because there's a lot of a lot of potential, man. Um, but as Nadim said, you, you don't have a, a lot of girls fighting, so there's not a lot of competition, I suppose. Um, but if you start putting the, the fights on big cards, you're going to get more girls in the gyms. You know, you, you're going to build the, the amount of fighters that, that, that fight. So, um, But yeah, it, it's got a bright future, man. Who, uh, I, you know, uh, Nadim mentioned Kalusha Shields. Who, who right now, uh, Dan, stands out for you in women's boxing? Is it, is it Kalusha as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm a big Definitely Shields, man. 
Clarissa. Um, you think her trash talking? No, she talks a lot of trash oh, talking. She does. She um, does. Um, and she, she, but she um, backs it up. She backs it up. She does exactly. So her record speaks for itself, man. Um, I like um Seniesa Estrada too. She's another one that I that I kind of follow a bit. Yeah, um, yeah, she's uh yeah, she's making some noise. Yeah, she's um, making some noise. I'd I'd like to see a a rematch with uh with Mar uh, with um Espaza, I think it is. Yeah. Yes, that'd be a good fight. Very yeah. good fight. Uh now that we're talking about women's boxing, there's another uh, an Aussie that's making a lot, a lot of noise. Uh, and she's not even we haven't even seen her box yet. I mean, you know, Nadine says he's in the gym. They, uh, you know what I'm talking about the the black the blonde bomber she calls herself. Ebony yep. Bridges. Uh, yeah. Yes, uh, Dan. Um, can you talk a little bit about her? You know, for the fans that don't really know about her, can you any any insight? Uh, look, man. I as I said, I'm I'm not one who's followed a lot of women's boxing, but um, okay, she's. Obviously, a great self promoter, man, and and um, you know, you've seen her on social media. Um, she she's out there, she's talking the talk, um, and she she's great with it with fans. Um, but but obviously, again, you know, like Australian boxing is quite small, even for the men. So there's there's not a great deal of opportunity. So she she has to go out there and self promote. So uh, I just hope she can land a a big fight out of it. Got you, got you. Uh, and, and anything you want to piggyback on that, Nadim? Well, look, man, I'm going to be, you know, as, as as honest as I can without hopefully having anyone listening to this and thinking that I'm being a hater because I'm definitely far from that. Um, you know, we got we got a Sydney, not just a Sydney, Western Sydney Auss Aussie boxer, you know, so I'm obviously supporting it. I'm obviously, you know, anything that I come out as negative, I'm hoping I'm wrong. You know, I can come back here and apologize. So, you know, I just want to get that out before I say what I have to say. But, you know, let's 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 focus on the good, the you know, the great things about her. And the great things about her is I actually met her roughly about, I'd say somewhere between seven and ten years. You know, was going to the same gym as her um, up in, uh, you know, St. Mary's. So it's um, deep deeper down into the Western Sydney side. And she was always there. So obviously, you know, she was younger back then, you know, almost ten years pretty much. And she, what, 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 what you see on social media is the way she is. She literally, 10 years ago from when I seen her, seven to 10 years ago from when I seen her, she literally gives all the time in the world to absolutely everyone in the gym. Very, very, very humble. Um, you know, very, you know, just loves the conversation, loves the banter, you know. So what you see is what you get. What you see her on, on Twitter is the way she is in person. She's always been like that. And I don't think any amount of fame would ever change that. So... I'll have to give that up to her, you know what I mean? She is absolutely, a, a, you know, like a beautiful person, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe some people think that she's taken advantage of women's boxing a little bit too much by trying to sexualize or whatever the case is. Look, stop hating on the player and hate on the consumer. If the consumers are willing to watch women's boxing for the simple fact that they find her attractive, then you, you, you gotta, if you, if you really wanna be angry, blame the consumers. I don't understand why they're trying to blame her. She's taken advantage of the situation. She's a hustler. She knows she's a hustler and she knows what she's doing and she's succeeding. She's taking advantage of the situation. This is, this is what Absolutely. life is all about, man. You know what I mean? You take advantage of any situation, whatever you can get, however you can get your name out there, you, you take it, you take full, full, um, you know, you, you take. You take it all on board and try to maximize it as much as you can. And that's what Ebony Bridges has done. So she's got a name out there. Now, my biggest issue, obviously, is she's not naturally a boxer. You know, when I met her, she was literally just getting into boxing. She was sparring a couple of lads. 
you know, they were kind of, you know, taking it easy on her, but she was actually giving them a go and then they start to step up and it, it looked like she was sparring men and it looked like it was actually kind of competitive. I don't know how much the guys were pulling back, but from what I've seen, it was quite quite competitive. So she was actually doing quite well in the gym. Now, my, obviously, the biggest issue I have is she's 33 years of age. Um, yeah. She's only had five fights. I believe all her, all the all the people that she's fought have had losing records. Um, so, you know, and she's naturally a bodybuilder. She's actually naturally a massive girl with a lot of muscle mass. I don't know how much that's going to play a role into a boxing career. Obviously, by now, if, she, if her body hasn't adjusted to the body frame, then there's an issue. You know what I mean? Because don't forget, when Michael Jordan went and played baseball, he transferred his body into a baseball body. And then when he came back into the NBA, it took him a year and a half for him to finally adjust. And then obviously, we never saw his prime after that. You know what I mean? We never saw his prime after that. You know, he just had a better team with Dennis Rodman in there. So I'm just not sure how much of her not dedicating her whole life or using the majority of her life to focus on boxing is going to translate into world competition in, in professional boxing. That's just the way I see it. I don't think she's going to be very competitive. I don't think there's going to be too many people that she can beat at the world level. Um, me personally, I hope I'm wrong because she is she is a beautiful looking girl and she's also a beautiful soul. Like I, I can I can vouch for that, you know what I mean? Because I've actually met her for about five weeks straight. I probably bumped into her at the gym like three times a week in that five weeks. And she's, a, she's an absolute gem, beautiful girl, you know, inside and out. So hopefully, she, hopefully she's a better boxer than what I'm anticipating. I'm rooting for her. But that's just the way I see it for the time being, you know. I respect it. And I respect your opinion. Uh, I think we pretty much touched base on everything. Um, Dan, anything you want to, like, just leave off? Uh, I guess just finding words on Jeff Horn and Tim or just anything in general in boxing? Yeah, look, man, I, I think put some respect on Jeff Horn's name. Yes. So that's the thing I want to get out there. Um, you know, look, I'm picking Tim Zoo to win the fight, but that doesn't mean, you know, I haven't got all the respect in the world for, for Jeff Horn. Um, look, man. As you said, who, who's beaten Pacquiao in the last 10 years? Um, you know, you can say the fight was close. You can say it was controversial. Um, I think if you call it a robbery, that's kind of going too far. Um, but look, look at who Horn's got in, in the ring with, man, and, and look at how he's conducted himself. Um, he, he deserves more respect. God, I, that's, I, I would have said it best. Nadim, any, any final words? Yeah, 100% exactly what Dan said, you know. Um, he definitely deserves more respect. I don't know what the bookies are seeing. I'm going. To, I'm just going to assume that he's literally got pretty much the worst facial tissues that I've ever seen in the history of boxing. <laughs> literally, he, he he gets a cut as soon as they touch gloves. You know what I mean? And um, you know that's probably what the bookies are banking on because you know Tim Tazu likes to maintain range and he's probably going to pick his shots very well and try to open up those cuts um, as soon as the bell rings. Um, but apart from that, uh, uh, to me. Jeff Horn is definitely the favorite in my eyes. Um, good luck to Tim. There is no loser. We're just making a prediction. You know, we're trying to put our gun to our head and trying to pick a winner in this one. But at the end of the day, they're two Australian boxing, you know, uh, boxers that, uh, you know, have a decent name, have actually a good name. Doesn't matter how Tim has got it. If he wins this fight, he's going to move on to bigger and better things. And it's because of his dad, then it's because of his dad. At the end of the day, I really don't care. As long as he, you know, gets himself out there and he competes at the world level and we can cheer him on, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I definitely got Jeff Horn in that. Well, good luck to Tim, you know. There we go. You know, you heard it here, guys. Uh, Dan, Nadim, uh, again, I really I appreciate you guys, you know, waking up early, man. Like I said, it's, it's different time zones. We got it done. I really appreciate you, uh, both, the both of you. Uh, I know it won't be the last time I'll get you guys on. 
Uh, hopefully, and I, uh, the Maloney brothers do follow me, so it'll be fun to get one of them on, and we can all chat it up. Um, but I do really appreciate you guys. Uh, like I said, from the bottom of my heart, man, you guys are. Um, I know Twitter is like people say, you know, pen pals, but from you know, from the bottom of my heart, uh, Dan and Nadim, I, I consider you guys friends, and I appreciate all your insight, all the help, uh, and everything, man. Like I know when I hit you guys up, y'all, you're always uh, there for you know to lend it to lend a hand and ear. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, like I said, I hope you can chat it up soon, man. You know, uh, and get some rest. Uh, Dan, you know, hope that hangover ki- uh, cure is over <laughs> soon. Uh, Nadim, you know, we'll chat it up like always, either on, on DMs or WhatsApp or, you know, we'll, whatever it is, man. You know me and you always, you know, chat it up, man. But I always appreciate this call, man. Thank you, guys. 100%. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Absolute pleasure, man. It was a absolute pleasure to um, chop it up with both of you guys, man. Thanks for having me, Marcus, and um, uh, Dan the man. Hopefully we get to catch up with you at a fight. Yeah, enjoy the rest of the fights tonight, guys. Thank you, you guys, gentlemen. Peace. Later. Peace.